certainly got a gut punch with the news that uh, Christine McVie has died. She penned that particular ballad, one of her uh, most... I think uh, successful ballads, she, but she wrote a lot of successful songs. But if you're from the classic rock era, well, I think we're now into the phase where we're just going to start losing a lot of the big greats. I mean, she was 79. If I can be as cool and look like that at 79, I'll be very, very happy. And I saw Fleetwood Mac here in Toronto, I guess about nine years ago. And um, they're, they're a big playlist item of mine. So I was very sad to hear that uh, she's gone. Um, just after she passed, uh, her best friend Stevie Nicks and bandmate, of course, you know, uh, talked about their their friendship and the years that they spent together. They were they were kind of this unique little um, uh, duo in a man's world. These two women, they 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 stood up for each other. They kind of made a pact that they would stay together in this you know world where women were often kind of just there to be seen. And yet they were just so so talented. But this is a band. Also, remember she she was probably the most drama free of the group that was always full of drama, regardless of when Fleetwood Mac has been around. I mean, it came in the 70s, and it's just been full of volatility. And yet it doesn't stop them from churning out hit after hit after hit. And certainly after her divorce from uh, bandmate John McVie, um, she would go on to help produce uh, Rumors, which was, the I think, their biggest selling album. But she also penned some of their biggest hits, eight of her best songs went on one of their greatest hit albums. So she was far more talented than I think she got credit for in her life. I want to bring in Eric Alper, music publicist and, of course, self-proclaimed musicolic. This one hurts, Eric. This one really, really hurts, you know, because I, I think you and I and a lot of listeners grew up at a time when everybody knew Fleetwood Mac. They were bigger mm -hmm. than The Weeknd. They were bigger than Taylor Swift. They were bigger than Drake mm -hmm. because everybody knew the songs. And like you, a lot of these songs are connected to memories that we, you know, can only have those memories of anymore. But yeah, you know, she was like that lukewarm part of the band she still got involved with a little bit of drama when she had the affair with the lighting director and john McVie um ended up having an affairs too but there were you know she was like the adult in the room she didn't mm -hmm. care about being in the gossip pages she just wanted to be the greatest singer songwriter of her era and for a lot of years she actually was yeah, I mean, look, I think she took a, it was a little overshadowed by Stevie Nicks, because of course, yeah. the, a lot of the drama was around Stevie Nicks. Um, but she came from a, a very musical background. So it's not like she just stumbled into it. She was trained, um, classically. And then I guess she was in this band called Chicken Shack and they were playing with Fleetwood Mac and they looked at her and thought, well, she's good. Uh, we probably need another bandmate, uh, pro probably had lost one, but that she didn't, she wasn't one of the originals, but she certainly, I think, together with her, that was Fleetwood Mac at its finest. Oh, yeah. You know, she had hits in the UK under her name, Christine Perfect. So she did, didn't yeah. come in as a tambourine player or somebody that just looked really good. Like some bands had women in their bands in the 1960s. Um, she was she could play with the best of them. You know, she was introduced to the piano when she was four years old, but she didn't take music seriously until she was about 11 years old. And uh, um, but a little bit of a late bloomer for that kind of a time. Um, but she picked it up really, really well, considering the fact that um, she kept seeing rock and roll bands whenever she could. So she got 
got the bug really early on and that helped her. I think, you know, not getting involved with the drama when everybody was seemingly sleeping with everybody else and then breaking up and then having to sing and having to sing those songs, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you make love and fun is about her romance <laughs> yeah. with the guy that she slept with. And John McVie has to play bass in that song for the next 45 years. Yeah. So when they all, you know, when you see them, right? Like, it's funny when you mentioned that you saw them nine years ago. Part of seeing them live is hearing the songs. Yes. Yeah. Part of it is seeing the body, like seeing them up close going, did Stevie just give somebody a side eye like did christine just roll her eyes at, and so part of that is like the drama is all there still playing out still to this day whenever Lindsay or whenever stevie does an interview they always manage to say something that upsets the other person and that somebody either has to apologize or in the case of looking in, in the case of Lindsay, being forced out of the band completely and yeah. never to return so far I know. I, I was trying to think. They're one of the most dysfunctionally functional hit makers of our time. Yeah. I mean, no matter how dysfunctional <laughs> are they are, they just churn out these hits, which, yeah. you know, some people will hate them for. But they honestly, when you go through their collection, which I did last night, I'm like, oh, God, I love Sarah. Yeah. And all these songs, because they, they, my dad would have introduced me to all this music because right. he was of the of the mind of here are the albums you're going to learn in life and they'll carry you through life. It was so important to him to have us learn good music and rock and roll was a big part of it. Having said that, you know, they did tour a lot. We were going to try to see them again and then uh, they had to cancel the show during the pandemic but she was still touring i mean she left yeah. the band and then came back to the band but they tour a lot and they like toronto um and and i suspect they will still tour i, I it would be very strange though her voice is so so pure and um distinct uh, it's hard to think that she wouldn't be part of it yeah, I have no doubt that Fleetwood Mac is going to stay on the road and, in fact, probably announce something for 2023. They're just going to take some time, I'm sure, to mourn the loss of, of Christine. Um, but, yeah, Mick Fleetwood, the drummer, is really the leader of the band. And and what he says kind of goes. And the rest of it uh, are the, the, the musicians in the group who want to go out on tour. They've gone out without Lindsay. They've certainly gone out without Christine. So this isn't going to stop them. But for the time being, though, they not only lost the bandmate, but like you said at the top of the show they lost one of their best friends for the last 50 years and that has to be devastating you know considering the fact that these musicians think that they're going to last forever and they don't yeah. but the music always does yeah no for for sure it does um i i would suspect though in death eric we probably will learn more of her music because that tends to be what happened there'll be some little nugget tucked away that no one bothered to produce or it was produced they never put it so does she have that kind of collection where there could be other stuff that comes out now there's a lot that's already out. In fact, Fleetwood Mac is, is uh, they're not shy with putting out demo tapes or live albums um, on various labels around the world. What's fascinating, though, um, and certainly no surprise to anybody, is that Fleetwood Mac's Greatest Hits is currently the number one album in the world right yeah. now. Um, and, and that's remarkable. That This is a new era that we're living in. Because if you found out that Christine McVie passed away, you mm -hmm. know, 15 years ago, you would have to go down the record store and hope and pray that you have that they have a copy of the album there still left in stock now you can hear this devastating news immediately go on to a music streaming service and listen to your heart's content and that's exactly what millions of people are doing for a band that's never really gone away since 1975 really i mean mm -hmm. they've gone viral with dreams on TikTok during the the, the yeah. COVID lockdown, yeah. everywhere is now in the. I mean, Jug Me Sing, like just even yeah. just having that song used introduced to a whole new generation. Totally. 
Yeah. It's wild. It's interesting. It's wild. And she was 79. Do we know? I mean, it was very sudden. I mean, even Stevie Nicks said she didn't even know she was sick and they were best friends. Do we know what happened? She did an interview with Rolling Stone earlier this year where she said that she had a lot of problems with her uh, with her back. She had chronic yeah. back pain. Certainly that may not be the cause of death, um, but we'll probably know in the next couple of days the actual cause of death. But I don't think it should be a surprise to people who even know her really well since she was such a private person off the stage. Jeez. Yeah, well, she's a big one. I don't like to hear them when they happen, but no question about it. Her music will live on. Eric, I know you're very busy today, so thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Alex. That is uh, Eric Elper, who uh, is a longtime music publicist and, uh, of course, one of the go-tos, Alan Cross, too, uh, of when these things happen. Just to, you know, I think we forget a lot of times of the historical context. I mean, I know Fleetwood Mac is so commercial, which I think some people who are music purists, that's why they won't listen to them. Um, I do. I, I just think they have such an amazing catalog. Um, and certainly I introduced my husband to, to a lot of their music. We go on the bike and I just have it on my iPod, listen to Sarah or, or Rumors, whatever. Um, and that's how he came to, to love it because uh, he's from South Africa. They didn't have cool, they didn't get cool music back in the day. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, she is uh, no question about it, a big loss.